Hello and welcome to Today in Film, Episode 3. Uh, I'm your host, Donnie Parry, and today with me are... Greg Toby. And Harry Gibbons. So today we're going to be talking about the Christopher Nolan film The Prestige, starring Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. And uh, before we discuss that, we're going to try and give an insight into some of the lacking news this week. So, Harry and Greg, do you want to start off with the Bill and Ted 3 trailer? Gosh, um, yeah, it's um, mm. sort of out of nowhere. We knew that it was going to be happening and we knew that it wrapped up most of, if not all of its filming. However, it sort of just dropped out of nowhere, didn't it? Yeah, like the trailer was released on um, the official Bill and Ted Day, which is um, <laughs> June 9th, 6-9. Ah. Um, yeah. And 9 6 well, no, over here it's nine six, but obviously, you know, America. In most countries, nine six. You know. America, yeah. yeah. They gotta be awkward. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of. I mean, Dom, have you seen it? I know you haven't seen the films before, but did you watch I, the, I trailer saw the trailer? Or and so, as an outsider, what was your sort of perspective? I thought it was shit. <laughs> no offense to anyone who's no. but. It was the most lacking thing I've seen, really. It was just like, it felt like a sequel that never needed to happen. Yeah. like That's the thing. It's just been too long. Yeah. But when was it? Was it 90s or 80s? Late 80s, I believe. Yeah. But so the first one was released in 1989, and the second one was 1992. So it's been almost 20 years. Yeah. Wow. But when you think... Uh, like when people are saying like um, oh we want Austin Powers 4 and stuff like that because that's the one that gets screwed doing this and Wayne's World 3 those two so you know Austin Powers was like early 2000s I think yeah or late yeah. 90s was that last one so it's 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 still a jump but it's also like still in some recent memory yeah like you're not going back to early 90s and stuff no. They, obviously they should have I think they should have just rebooted it we all love you know, Keanu's beloved we all support the church of Keanu Reeves um, of course however it's just it, it can't, like these products and IPs can't rely on just oh it's him from that from then like you know it's, it's like, I like what they're doing with the new Ghostbusters to sort of bring it into a sort of argument of how they should be doing it you know they, they're giving us loose connections they're giving us new characters to sort of align with not the 2016 one the the rumoured, like, official Ghostbusters 3? Yes. Aftermath. I saw the trailer and uh, I've, I've I've kind of seen the first two Ghostbusters, but only, like, kind of when it was on like, ITV and stuff, but... Yeah. It, it looked it looked like a film that I'd be interested to go and see. Bill and Ted, on the other hand, I, I watched that and thought, that looks like something I never want to see because it looks boring. Oh, it God. does look incredibly generic. If yeah. I'm being honest, it's like it doesn't really look like it's going to do anything new. So to break yeah. down the trailer for you, it's these two people who are some reason important for thing I don't know why did some concert and then they've basically become failed musicians, but somehow they were meant to be like saving the world or something, and then like these space, yeah, space, space gods, like, like time hey, traveling space. Whatever. 90s dudes 
basically. Yeah. It's just, it felt like the worst idea for a film ever. <laughs> not not really. The, the, it was a product worst, of its but... time. Yeah, it's like the original ones are very watchable, very enjoyable, like cult classics. But it looked like they were just doing a bad impression of old Bill and Ted that we know. Yeah. Which is see, kind of sad to see. I could, if I had watched that trailer and I knew that they'd said, right, Bill and Ted 3, it's a spoof. Yeah, we're going to yeah. ultimate spoof this film. So Oh, it does look very spoofy. Yeah, but if I'm they just honest, said uh, this, if yeah. they just came out and said, it's a spoof, I could probably look at that trailer and go, yeah, I can see it. But it is too cliche still for a spoofy kind of thing. Honestly, that's a, it's like, uh, I think it's Jay and Silent Bob. They're obviously products of the same time. And they've they released a film, I believe it's either late last year or early this year. Late and they, last year, I think. Yeah, they marked it as almost a spoof. It was like a parody of sort of but then again, how... I'm, I'm pretty sure it was anyway. Uh, yeah, their, their sort of comedy, their products and their like characters feed off just like, you know, the um, impressions of like the 40-year-olds and the kids these days and the, you know, the wrong-uns. And it's just sort of, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't apply to today anymore. There's no surfer skater dudes who just want to be rad like Bill and Ted, like... It's like well, stoner comedy, but without the, the riskiness. Kevin Smith, you know, the guy who wrote and acted yeah. and directed in uh, whatever it's called, thingy. Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> Jane Silent Bob. Um, I was, was going to say Bill and Ted, but that's not what I was talking about. But, um, yeah, but he, he has admitted that he is a stoner. Or he, uh, he likes to dabble in it, you know. Yeah. So it's believable. But Keanu totally. Reeves and the other guy. Alex Winter. Alex Winter. Alex Winter, yeah. They don't come across like. They didn't write this film. They're not directing it. They're just playing characters. Does Alex Winter still have a hand in writing it? Because I know he's gone on to be quite a successful um, well, writer of different sort of projects. I'm saying from um, my knowledge. So yeah. you guys might know more. But from what I saw, like. It kind of comes across like, like, a, like, like, bring it back to Austin Powers, you know, like, kind of reference to that. That, um, Mike Myers always had a hand in that, you know, yeah. it was always his thing, kind of like, or at least he worked on it with them. And Bill and Ted kind of comes across like they act in it, but they are, it's not their thing. It's like you could have recast these characters. Yeah, younger. I mean, they're just two like middle-aged dads now. Like, I don't think there's much. Who I don't know what this target audience is. If they're trying to capture a new audience with what I'm implying, like what I'm getting from the trailer is, it's implying that we're going to see some sort of storyline with their daughters. I didn't get that. Um, I didn't get that. The the two female characters you see at one point, I heard from leaks before that the big cast is the daughters of both Bill and Ted, right. um, separately. Um, so. If this is a weird cash grab at a franchise attempt, obviously I don't want to put words in the mouth of the producers, but I just no. don't see how but this. It seems very confused. Exactly, it's it doesn't seem like a product that has a, a point A to point B sort of trajectory. So, the only other, apart from um, Spider Man into Spider Verse Two, when is basically just announced they're going to production. That's 
pretty minor news because we kind of knew that was happening. Um, the Oscars, so the Academy, you know, the Academy Award, has basically come out and basically just said that the best picture category is going to be stuck at 10 nominations rather than kind of fluctuating. So they basically, they hope to give more films basically that chance because I think it, it is a bit unfair if you like, you know, oh, last year it was five and this year it's 10. If it had been 10 last year, my film would have been in it, you know, like, it's tough. Yeah. So it depends I on mean, how much uncut gems, you know, that yeah. could have got best picture last year if yeah. it had been 10. It's, it's tough. Cause I obviously it's having Oscar nomination plastered over your, um, your billboards and banners. It adds some credibility to, you know, your product that someone may not know if it's not like a, a big IP like uncut gems from the Safety brothers. It's like, you look at it and you're like, I'm not sure what this is. But it says Oscar nominated, so it can't half be bad. So, like, I feel giving, like, raising it to 10 is almost a bit of a hollow gesture, though, because there's still one winner. And it is, but it does mean that, like, more people have a chance, essentially. So, it's not, kind uh, of, yeah. It's not just like, oh, these are the five we think are best. Because I, I get the feeling there's probably quite a few where they've gone like, oh, these two are really good and we're just going to have to take a vote on which one gets through. Yeah, that's a very good point. That must but it, Sadly, it will still come down to that, though, don't you Don't you think? It, like, it will, but eventually, like, to give more films that opportunity. Because the Oscars is... It's a bit like the BAFTAs, isn't it? Where it's like, you become a voter. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but... So it's... These people get to choose, but those aren't the same people who get to choose what films are nominated. No, yeah. So the Academy yeah, themselves, not. yeah, do that right. Where it's like a collection yeah. of, it's, it's yes. like a they get like a room of like the top critic or something, and then like yeah, it's like a board of governors really. Right, so basically, yeah. it's it's just giving people more of a choice in what they think is the best film because mm. I I get the feeling that people have probably said to them. I you know I don't like any of these films really like that film that you haven't included is that you like you were looking at I think that's the best picture. Very good point. Because there have been years where like some of the best films of that year aren't even nominated. And it's like True. how can yeah. you nominate that film that no one's heard of <laughs> over this like amazing film that got tons of like recognition and stuff. And it's I'm not a saying word of like and everything. Yeah, I'm not saying like uh or you know big blockbuster films. I'm saying like the fact that these films kind of uh what is it how many years ago was it that Roma won something that was nominated? Is it the year it before was last? 2018. Yeah. But that yeah. film and in that year, there were tons of films in that category I had never heard of. Yeah. And I was well, like, look I was like, what are these films? And how are they so acclaimed by this academy? Yeah, like, that's the thing. They don't exactly like make them readily available before the Oscars either. Most of them, right? So, yeah, you know, it's I mean, Green Book. I, from... Yeah, I remember Green Book. Um, it only arrived here um, about a month or two after the Oscars, after it won Best Picture. 
Well, wow. It's that kind of thing of how can you judge on something if I if majority of people can't see it? It's like Par- Parasite. Hmm. Uh, that got released over the world. Like yes. once it started getting the kind of critical acclaim, and that's why it got into the Oscars, really, because it was good. Yeah, but mm. oh, it's if, a great film. If you had gone and said, "Parasite, this South Korean film that has not been aired in the US anywhere, or the UK, or anywhere, you know, just, just you know, it was only in Korea," the chances of get that getting nominated are a lot like lower. Yeah, absolutely. But then you get it films. sort of lived off the mystery, didn't it? Yeah. You heard about Parasite from, you know, the art arty artificial class of the film viewers. They they'd be like, Oh, you must have seen like Parasite. You must watch Parasite. And it's like it became almost this word of mouth myth that obviously we had no access to. Um and I'm not saying like obviously it's an extraordinary film. Yeah. But it's like it's the best marketing campaign they could ever have is the suspense and this mystique around the product and Hopefully, with this increase of um, you know the nominations list, we'll actually get more opportunity to see stuff that we don't just get shoved down our throat by like the side of a cereal box. Yeah, pretty much. But I'd like to know who's on that board who chooses the best nominations. Yeah, because I wonder if they're all Americans, and maybe they only give the foreign cinema ones to you know a. A, probably a worldwide board of yeah. judgment that would make a lot of sense. It's like it's like I remember watching the Baftas uh, earlier this year, wasn't it? Or uh, yeah. yes, yeah. But when that came out, and uh, I remember like Brad Pitt won Best Supporting Actor for Once Upon a Time, and he wasn't there to pick it up. But then you look at the Oscars. And it's very rare that you get like, oh, this person's not here. So, you know, we've got this surrogate person to come pick it up for them. Yeah. And it kind of like, it kind of shows like, maybe maybe the film industry is a bit too Americanized in that way. It's the hub, isn't it? It's, I guess yeah. it's where it is. It's Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, it's like, as you said, perfect. It's Hollywood. We say, you know, the previous two episodes, the first one, High Rise, a British film. The second one, Django, a Spanish film. Italian. Italian. Yeah, Italian, sorry. I meant that. I was, I was thinking of spaghetti and then like... Oh, oh. yes, yeah, spaghetti, the famous Spanish food, yeah. I, I, went, with, I went with the Because <laughs> that's how you do geography. <laughs> but, oh, of course. That is the best... Um, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I enjoyed it enough for... As, as excuses go, that one's a good one. I, I went off the spur. Take <laughs> you off. Oh, okay. Well, but, yeah, but, but um, High Rise didn't exactly perform very well in the box office, but <laughs> as, as we did tear apart, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, um, but basically, the fact <laughs> the fact that it didn't make as much money, I would say, is in part because of the fact that it is a wholly British film. Like, it's I yeah I would agree. You know, it's it, when you market a British film to Americans, they kind of struggle with it sometimes. I think. 
yeah unless it's got american names in it or you know american yeah. producers which is which is like um bit of a tangent here but i remember a while back on reddit uh, i saw a post from somebody fan casting captain britain and black knight after the guy ritchie supposed directing leak and uh basically the person who'd cast a dutch actor as captain britain and so I commented cool. saying, like, you know, don't you think that they should be from Britain to play Captain Britain? You know, just a suggestion. Yeah. And uh, someone replied to me saying, like, what, so actors can't play people from other countries? But it, you know, I just basically, I went back with, like, well, imagine if Captain America was played by a British guy. Imagine it, if Spider-Man was, oh, not Spider-Man, Ooh. but like you know, Captain Captain <laughs> yeah. America, the American, the one based in the country. I do understand yeah. that sort of. So that's why I think, like, if you try and sell Captain Britain or British stuff to America, they will. They sometimes do have a view of like, oh, but it's not American, is it? You know? It's why Fantastic Beast did better over there than it did over here, even though it's a product so ingrained in sort of the British culture giving it to, like, almost loaning Harry Potter as a license to them so they could have their American set film. Sort of obviously impacted it very positively over there. I'll, However, I'll, it sort I'll of just spoil it here. for you. Over here, though. Fantastic Beasts isn't actually a book. Exactly. No, it's a the, fictional the, book. Yeah, no, no, no. The fictional book, though, is just like a list of animals. Yeah, it's barely, it's basically one of those, what were they called? Do you remember? It was like the... The creatures or something. Oh, in like not in like our childhood when you look at our like um schools, do you remember those books and it was like how to not how to train your dragon, but it was like dragonology and Oh like the ice. Do you remember those? No, exactly. No, no, like it's the, like it was like the fake creature. Fake books. encyclopedias. Yeah. yeah. Fake yeah. It's basically uh, one of those. Yeah. And they've somehow managed to twist it because it was that Newt's Newt's commander did detail that some of the creatures were found in America. So Mr. Warner Brothers himself must have been like, oh, I see uh, I see money signs. Yes, Mr. Like, Warner Brothers. Not, Mr. Not Warner to, Brothers himself. Mr. Not, Warner not brothers. Dash Brothers. Of course. Oh, no, Mr. Mr. Warner Brothers. brothers. Yeah, it's like Mr. Um, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Oh. Time Warner, you know, Mr. MGM. Or even, spoiler alert, like Mr. Alfred Thingy-Mobob from Prestige. <gasps> oh, wow. What a segue. Is that a segue? A segue? It's almost seamless. That was, that so oh, I mean, there's illusions and then there's that, you know, master of subtlety, Dom. Like, Very nice. So Harry, would you like to introduce this film? Okay. So Batman fights Wolverine with wizardry. So. Is that what we're going with? No. Okay. Well, um, yeah. But you missed the part about Alfred. Oh, and Alfred. Yeah. Alfred he's helping a guy called Alfred. Alfred. He's Michael Caine, also known as permanently uh, Alfred. Um, anyway. Um, so to, yeah, of course, I'm sure everyone enjoyed that as a, um, you know, demonstration of the knowledge that we know about this film. Yeah. The true, um, like a widow, isn't it? I'm definitely, I'm not stalling to get up the (laughs) the description. I'm not. Of course not. What? No. So essentially. Definitely not. Um, it's Wolverine. I've got it now. If you can. It's Wolverine Wolverine. fighting Batman. And Scarlet and It's uh, the prequel to The Greatest Showman, right? I thought I was surprised. Like Hugh Jackman likes to play those characters, doesn't he? He does. Like, he just likes to he play that a bit character. Of 
it just it's a bit kind of I know he was a theatre actor and stuff. But it's well, a bit it's, like it's flamboyant, it's same, campy, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> he likes to have the showman. Like Definitely. It's, it's, so basically it's it's just two friends who are magicians who end up in a big rival. They were originally as part of a, you know, a magician charlatan scam to sort of make st- stuff sell, I guess. Um, and then it's adapted into a big rivalry that spans, I'm guessing, could be up to like, what, five years? It's years, like, ages. Years where they want to picture the stealing, um, stealing tricks, stealing illusions until Christian Bale's character... Um, was his last name Barden? Was it yeah, Borden? Yeah, something like that. Borden um, creates what seemingly is the best magic trick out there at the time, which makes um, Wolverine um, extremely jealous. And it's yeah, it's a story of betrayal, trickery, uh, sneakery. Any words with Iri on the end, guys, that you can think of that sort of sum up this film? Made up or real? Magic ye. It's it's uh, illusiony. Illusiony, perfect. Illusiony. Well, it's prestige. Prestige. Yes, uh, that's the title, right? The prestige. Of course. Three acty. Very much so. Well, it's it's probably more than three acts if you look at it. Like, break it down, you could probably break into more than three acts. But yeah, it's a weird one with all the with all the layers hopping and because onions have layers in it. Like uh, it's one of them. I did. I did suggest. That maybe the like structure is like the magic trick, like the, the thingy, the thingy, and then the prestige. And I didn't look into that. Oh no, um, but you are right. You are yeah. right, my friend. It is um, yeah. Well, it's story, isn't it? Magic a magic trick is as screenwriters as we're learning is like a story. You've got to hook them. Yeah. You've got to keep them going in the middle with the maybe raise some questions that sort of they want answers to, and then you've got to hit it out the park with the ending. Oh, the they actually did it. They did it. Big tada. Yeah. yeah. So You're the first right. act is the normal bit where they're friends and stuff. And then they like, you know, they break up being friends. Second act is them being like rivals, but it's still pretty average, you know? Yeah. And then the third act is a long third act when it starts getting kind of wacky and like magical. Yeah, uh, scientific and stuff. Well, to cut, I thought it was done when Wolverine himself um, came to meet um, Nolan's Batman in prison. I thought that was Literally it. Like up, yeah. that would have been the haha, touche, the prestige. You know, he's alive, yeah, and I was ready to. Yeah, fourteen minutes after that, we were still going strong to see, like you know, the final curtain call. Badumch, you know, one of them. Nice. Ah, you got to stick with it. It's a good one. Mm. Very complex narrative. I feel you've got a lot of, you know, like plates being spun. Oof. You know, like you got um story being told from not only the diaries but also you've got the prison. You've got um got what's going on in the past, the present. It's just absolutely mad. And it obviously it was the film you chose for us to watch. And this is, I'm guessing because it's like one of your preferences, one of your favourites. I don't want to put favourites oh, in your yeah, mouth I mean, just to. <laughs> no, no, it's totally one of my favourites. Like 
the um the script itself i've i've looked at it and it's just baffling how anyone could write anything like this and yet it just it just works it it works on all levels and it's just my kind of film really the honest it was just it's a it's a hell of a ride isn't it it's well like i don't think it's been imitated since i don't think there's very many films that have so many um twists well not even twists like different things that happen okay hints oh, tricks. Harry, Harry, that was you just got muted i don't know how it happened oh um <laughs> you just got muted for like a minute there Ah, well, not a minute, but whoops. Oh, that's um, a yikes. However, we move technical difficulties and all. Um, uh, Just blame lockdown, isn't it? Um, Yeah, I don't don't know what happened there, but um, yes. That's cool, yeah. Don't worry. Good good show. Bullet. I can't even but, remember. Like, I, I'm, no, I'm no I, judge of where we were. I'm just saying, good film. Many, many twists. Many I wow. Just, um, I just looked at the screen and saw it. Just said Harry gives muted. <sighs> A big yikes! Well, never mind. It's all good. Um, where was I? Where were you even? <laughs> That's Greg. Um, Greg, save this. Greg, um, the hero. Yeah, something that. Um, <laughs> that I think is absolutely brilliant is the casting of Bowie as Tesla. Oof. You know that what I mean? Who else could have played him? Well, Isn't there's it? probably a lot that of was... actors, but... However, Dom, <laughs> we will indulge the fact <laughs> However, that they picked but... Bowie. And... Oh, it, it was, was, it was, how, was it his first he, choice. He, like, encapsulated everything that you'd imagine about the sort of... Obviously, Tesla's real, but... He's almost like myth as well. We we know all of these designs, we know all of these um, ideas, and to finally see someone embody them without being like, you know, the monster of the week, like you sort of just be like, this is Tesla, the man with the ideas. He played I it think, so nuanced, so subtle. The thing is, he barely actually does anything. He's he barely says anything, but he doesn't need to. No, but, yeah. but even then, it's like I can see the th- like the theory about. Andy Circus being Tesla makes some sense, but then it doesn't make sense because why would his Tesla was real? Why would why would his like f- fake double not talk much? Yeah, mm. uh, it should like, be the other way around. Yeah, really. The you could almost be that maybe Bowie is the real Tesla in this. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, no, we'll never no. know. I guess it's, we'll never know. <laughs> it's a weird film, like. Hmm. The fact that, like, the Tesla thing, it does come out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. And, it- and like, that may be my one problem with it. I mean, I've heard loads of theories that could, like, dispel sort of the ending, and it's, like, makes it feel like whoever wrote it was a very clever person, whoever wrote the theory, I mean. As in, like, the fact that Tesla builds Wolverine himself, um, a cloning, or in all sense of purposes, a cloning machine in 1899... Oh, is sort uh, of an interesting. Oh, um, do, you want to hear, do you want to hear my theory that that I suggested that last night? Ooh. So, talking about having a discussion with James after the PS Five discussion, you know, uh, obviously Christopher Nolan has another film coming out soon called Tenet, you know, and he also has a film Very called Inception. Now, these deal with kind of 
sci-fi elements that are still kind of grounded in reality. So my suggestion yes. was, what if it's all in one like linear universe? Oh, so because oh, if you think about it, if you think about it, eighteen ninety nine or whatever it was, I don't know, late eighteen hundreds, yeah. and you have this guy, you have Nikola Tesla who creates a cloning machine. And then you have a guy who creates like dream invasion things. Extraction. Yeah. And then you have a guy who creates like time or, or woman. Yeah. Just, th- and you have someone who creates a time manipulating thing, potentially. Like that could, it makes sense that that could be in the same universe. Mm. Definitely. The Nolan cinematic universe. The Nolan, the NCU. Like, um. Oh, no. <laughs> CNC, you didn't have the yeah, same the, ring. Yeah, the it. CNC. Sounds like a disease organization. Um, yeah, pretty much is. Just a bit. But it's, it's so true. I was reading a, like, it's funny you say that. I was reading a, a theory the other night from the, the Tenet trailer itself. This is going to be a complete Nolan rabbit hole again. So um, yeah, indulge me for a split second. Um, so it's the fact that someone believes that Robert Pattinson's character and Oh, I'm gonna use a character name. Do you remember Fleur from Harry Potter? Fleur Delacour. You know she's in. Is it her? Maybe it's not her. The one from Bond that's in Tenet. No clue. The the one who goes. In fact, you're catching the bullet. Like oh right, the the one who's with him and he's shooting the guns and stuff. Yes. Okay. Someone has a theory that those two are James and Philippa, um, Cobb's children from Inception. Oh, is that Leonardo? And that Mike, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that, that and that theory. Michael Caine's going to be playing the same character as he did in Inception, and he's going to be playing the same character as he did in The Prestige, and Al- all of them are Alfred Pennyworth. All of them, yeah. Batman's going to show up. It's just yeah. great. It should have thrown my body happens every time they call him like another name besides Alfred. Like, but, what was his name in that? Was it like Park? No. I don't have a clue. Uh, I forgot. I can't remember. I'm going to quickly look over my shoulder. Because I just kept, I just found it funny that it was Alfred Cutter. helping Alfred. Alfred helping Alfred. Who is Batman? <laughs> Who is Batman? Yeah. Is it- that is, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you've made me feel sick now. Thank you. That's um, a highlight to the afternoon. That's, um, <laughs> my brain's imploded. But, um, but, um, but my, I, <laughs> I strongly, I strongly believe that uh, he is alive at the end of the film. Uh, thingy, right? The great thingy, Bob. The great wolf, the greatest wolf, yeah, the, the Wolverine guy. I believe he's alive because it kind of it feels a bit strange. Like you have this machine that creates duplicates, and you wouldn't create a duplicate for yourself to stand in if you were to go down. Uh, it's a tough one, though, because I don't know if there's a shared consciousness sort of thing. I'm not sure, because obviously he remembers, I'm assuming, he remembers everything, because clearly that clone knew where the gun was well, when he yes. placed it on it's, the side. It's confusing, because it's like, you don't know whether... Because he says, like, I don't know whether I'm going to be the man in the box or the like other guy, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I think... The idea is like, because he because when you he first does it at the end of the film, where you see, and the guy, who, the one who walked into the machine, is still stood there, and he's about to shout something at the other one, and then he gets shot and you know and dies. Yeah, it kind of comes across like maybe that one in there, like maybe the guy 
who doesn't move is the actual like original. Because that'd make more sense. Yeah, I sort of maybe they both think they're the original because it's sort of yeah. just like a split. It's a tough one, like because I saw I I'm inclined to agree with you with this theory, and I got quite annoyed when I was reading. I can't remember what website. Um, Harvard referencing has gone to gone to part since being gone. Um, <laughs> but there was um, it was it was saying it was like you know ending explained the prestige, and Fuck someone off, just it? dismissed it. You know, you see that body or just another um, uh, ang- anger Wait, inside someone, one of the vats. Someone the tried to dismiss that, like actors. Yeah, didn't have- he was just went, and that shows that. Clearly, Hugh Jackman killed many of his clones well, yeah, whilst doing performances. Yeah, we knew that. But he made that body in there as if it wasn't there for a reason. You know, like it wasn't there to sort of hint to people that, you know, the story might not be over. He just it, literally it's tried not, to... It's not the story's not... It's not the story's might be over. It's like, it's kind of to show like... Because he says to Fallon, like, you know, all my dark... Like, do you want to see what it cost me? And he's like, yeah. look, and he's just like, you know, I don't really care. So it's basically just showing the audience, you know, what what he was trying to point out, what it cost him. Yeah. So I it's just not don't, don't like how this person was like listening to all the cool theories and then like took someone's theory and was like, no, like this That's is how all you it's, make a fan it's theory, ours, isn't it? It is. It's exactly. You need people to sort of catch on and you know express themselves on sort of theories like that. You see, I believe that. Bruce Wayne in this yeah. is the son of the daughter of Alfred. The son of the daughter of Alfred. Oh, what? So the daughter of Alfred is thingy, Martha Wayne, because we never find her name because <laughs> she gets adopted. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I'm making this up as I go. That's why you she's, are. oh my God, because they're not family. <gasps> And that's why Alfred means so much to the Waynes. (gasps) Oh my God. (laughs) What's her name? What's the girl's name? His Uh, his daughter. Jess. Jess. Yeah, so she gets adopted and they they rename her Martha. Why did you say that name? Um. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole whole plot of this film. (laughs) We're getting... And then it all ties into into DCU. Oh. Yeah. The the M the the C N C U obviously is is going to have an ambitious crossover with the M C U and D C E U. I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah, I I mean, why why we even talk about you know? It's just one of those things that's just like written in, you know, slated. The Prestige. Oh, I liked how you said it. That that should have been their marketing campaign. The prestige. prestige. It's got to get the uh, eroticism, whatever it is. Uh, yes, I like the rolling, uh, the rolling. Yeah, but um, so the prestige. I didn't do it that time because I'm being professional. So uh, it basically follows Magic Dude One and Magic Dude Two and Magic Dude Three, who's also Magic Dude One sometimes, and Magic Dude. Two has a wife who does magic tricks with magic trick all of them. And then she dies. <laughs> magic trick Alfred. <laughs> and, and Alfred um, is in on it the whole time. Not Alfred. Michael Caine is in on it the whole time. 
because he has an axe, yet he doesn't use it until it's too late. Yeah. Why is the glass so thick? That glass is needlessly thick. It's, Can we just no? It's of- it's too it's that thickness because it has to hold the pressure of the water. Makes sense. Sorry, so that it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. However, me using, however, but it is right. magic. However, <laughs> him using an axe is the most pointless thing ever. Like anything with a point on it would be better than that. Yeah, yeah. like, like chisel anything. or something. Yeah, just a, a pickaxe. Anything would be better mm. than fucking axe. that thing that um, Batman used to chop off. Spoiler alert: other Batman's fingers off would have done a better job to open the glass. Or just shoot it. Oh, oh, the, no. um, oh, sorry. No, I meant the little oh, chisel. Oh, oh, the, um, the little he did on his fingers, yeah. you know. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Huh. Lol. I mean, I don't think that sacrifices nearly as much as him, uh, Wolverine's wife, literally getting like drowned. But, yeah. I mean, I, it's not a very good argument, is it? It's like, um, sacrifice, you don't even know sacrifice. He had to cut his two fingers off. Like, what? Yeah, but he loses his daughter. And kind of, kind of, because she's still alive and has a very rich family. He sees her again in Batman Begins. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, he's it's all right. Don't worry, it's all yeah. right. It's all calm. But it's quick good. character change. <laughs> so to continue my expression, so Magic Dude, whatever one, Magic Alpha. Dude one and three, who are technically the same person sometimes. Have got two friend, two girlfriends, or slash wife, and the one girlfriend basically kills herself because she's sad, <laughs> and uh, and basically you find out that Magic Dude Three, who is also disguising himself as not Magic Dude Four, is like doing stuff. Wait, there's a fourth one. Fallon. Fallon. Henchman uh, Man One. So Henchman yes. One, Hench, Henchman One, is, is Magic Man has 4. been swapping places He's with Magic, Magic Man, Man One, and basically <laughs> doing his wife and stuff. Thanks and for clear, clearing this up, Don. By the way, this is. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the plot of the film. <laughs> so basically, Here he on. loves her on some days, but other days he doesn't because they're swapping places. That was places. the biggest clue. No, it wasn't. Definitely, like. The biggest clue for me was when the bird gets killed and he goes, oh, where's his brother? Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, that's such, that's such, that's so on the nose. See, I, mm. this is my little thing about the film. I knew there was something, some spooky strangeness going on because it's Nolan and there wouldn't not be, but I didn't know the exact twists. So I was constantly like Sherlock hat on for like the whole film, but that did sort of take away the thing. As someone who didn't know the twist, I was sort of like, hmm, that was a very forced brother's line. And he almost like Batman, Magic Man 1, um, really made it like an obvious wink to the audience when he said it. He's like, he's a bright kid, huh? Like, ah. Oh. Are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> Am I right, audience? <laughs> Literally. If it, if it was just a line where it's just like, um, what about his brother? And then it like cuts to the other scene, that would have been like, ah ha ha, funny Nolan. Like, um, but no, they had to make it a, um, a proper like inception sort of gag. I've just realised I've probably sworn a bit more today. How, how honestly? How dare you? To be honest, how dare I? I forgot. It's supposed to be family friendly. Family yeah. friendly, yeah. A film family. that has a, a film that all, has all like of the Magic Mans of the future. You know, Magic Mans five and six. Think 
what about top hats one through thirty? Top hats one through thirty, <laughs> and the that, cat. The oh cat my god! Imagine that golem boy hats. and magic mooty, magic eighties music man. Like so, made. Yeah, so we have basically Magic Man One is in prison, but Magic Man Two has has given him his journal or something. Don't know how he got yeah. the journal. The journals are a big MacGuffin that is just there it's to be such like a narration. A, it's such a oh, point. It's such a like. It's it's a <laughs> too easy plot point. Like I did love it though, where it got fully like Rick and Morty though, where it's proper just like now you're reading this and I'm watching you and you're watching this because I made you watch this and, and I'm going to get you the trick. And that. <laughs> literally, it's like no, he could have literally chose to not read it. It's like but no, both of their like, temptations. How long did it take you to fucking read this book? <laughs> it doesn't look that big. Just when did he it. write that last entry? If why was oh, and now you have time travel. <laughs> now I've yeah, exactly. given you Tesla, and so why did he? Oh, and the other right. one, and Wolverine, Magic Man Two. His last entry was like, and now you're going to be sitting there in your jail cell reading this, and it's like, well, how did he know the book will get to him in the jail cell? Exactly that's to the why, way it did. That's that's actually why I do say that he's alive at the end. Yeah. Because I know that he goes and visit, visits him at the prison, but it's a bit too easy. Yes. Yeah. It's a bit too easy how it happens. And that could just be Nolan showing up his flaws. Magic Man 6 Nolan, you mean? Right. Yep. Okay, yeah. But I feel like it, it feels a bit too kind of easy for him not to have had a duplicate standing by, essentially. Yeah. So obviously, so what happened, right, is so the one who is his actual duplicate, like the one that they find in the pub. Right. So he is Magic Man 25, right, from the future, from Tenet. <laughs> and he, yeah. he got sent back in time. And he's actually one of the clones of Attack of the Clones. The yeah. So there's going to be like tons yeah. of Hugh Jackmans oh my running God. around with magic. All of his characters from various films, even the rat from Flushed Away. Just rocks up. Just, just the rat. Yes. Oh, God, I want this film. <laughs> We're talking about the, you know, the NCU, the NCU, the Nolan Christian universe. Um, you see, the best film is uh, Flushed Away in Shark Tale. I want a Hugh Jackman cinematic universe where it's just all of them fighting for like two and a half hours. Australia, the film that I thought was Australasia. <laughs> just continent <laughs> the film. <laughs> Don't know why I thought it was that, but. Oh my god. It's it's the sequel to Madagascar Escape to Africa, right? I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's, it's a film. Madagascar the film with the talking lion zebra. And Sash Brown Cohen. Yes, playing zoo. King Julian, right? Legend. Magic Man 28. Right, yeah. So what do you Make guys happen. think on the prestige? Hmm. I think as Greg sort of Cattle herded us into this sort of conversation by recommending it. I'd like to hear your dedicated analysis. Yeah, yeah I'd say it definitely 100% holds up since last time I watched it. Um, it's definitely one of those films where you watch it and on multiple viewings, you notice all the different layers and things. So one of the things I noticed this time is if you look at Alfred Borlam and Robert Angier's initials. 
put them together, they spell Abra. Oh, that's as so in cool. Abracadabra. Yeah, that's that's so you do cool. it the other way around. Yeah, but that's nah, <laughs> You just wrong. want to see the wall burn. I swear, <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool fan theory until you just don't do it that way. <laughs> Which means it doesn't work the other way. Then I guess because it doesn't work the one. <laughs> yeah, just. Oh, that's actually so cool. Is it based mm. right? So this is we're giving all the credit. It's based to on a It's book. based off a novel, right? Yeah. Yeah. It so is, yes, it was apparently. This is Amazon speaking. Well, I'm to be in whatever, but it was meant to be um, ah, someone else. Oh, some other, some other director was meant to have it, and they were going to make it a sequel to one of their other movies. Oh, Sam Mendes. Yeah, Sam Mendes. Yeah. Ooh, better do Yeah, and I don't Evil understand Dead how this thief. would be a sequel to anything. No, that's wrong. Never mind. How could how could this be a sequel? Like, it's. Do we know what this the original film was? Because yeah. I will. It Die was, a sad death if I don't. It was. Sam Mendes. Uh, what's the film called? Something. American Beauty, I think it was. Oh, what? Wait, let me just no. check that. Let me check. I'm <laughs> just Kevin guessing. Spacey non sort of film, which is kind of <laughs> what it was, sadly. With uh, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah, it's there's some sad foreshadowing there, which we don't. Um, uh, um, America. There was no Magic Man three in, um, or like any Magic Men in American Beauty. Oh yeah, it was. It was a yeah. He wanted to do it as a follow up to American Beauty. What? How? I don't I know. I haven't seen Ill, the film. Tried. Well, it's it's like a high school set one about like a a middle aged man that falls in love with a cheerleader, right? Yes. I have no clue. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like That's... trying to reinvigorate his life um, because he believes he's going to die in a year. Sorry, and editing... so yeah, it's a midlife crisis. The editing oh, includes 146 time c- jump cuts. Oh my god! Which didn't means... feel like that many. <laughs> which means it? almost one timeline jump per minute of movie. That's... I mean, that's how great the editing is. It was. Yeah, invisible. how do you write that? This is one of three 2006 movies to feature magic and magicians as the main characters. Oh, can we guess the others? Or can we try and guess? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Does it say, does it say them there? Right, for yeah, you. Yeah, it does. In I've case got them too. Right, 2006. Hmm. Was one of them Harry Potter? No. He's a oh. wizard, not a magic, a magician. Oh, magicians. Um, damn. Um, <laughs> Sorcerer's Apprentice? The remake? No, uh, later for no sure. it's not. Um, I'll just say it. Yeah. The Illusionist. Oh, I forgot it. Oh, I was going to say Scoop. That. I don't know Scoop, but The Illusionist is what I really think. Depends which came out first. They feel like the exact same film, but like The Prestige is so much better. But it feels like they're like the same time period about an illusionist who tries to get like the greatest trick of all. Yeah, it's very prestige. But it's um, Norton, not Nolan. Ed Norton, isn't it? Ah. Hmm. Uh, but it's another Magic Man. He can be Magic Man 7. 8, 9, 10, whatever. <laughs> Magic Man Hulk. Oh, yeah. this was... This was his lowest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes until Interstellar. Gosh. That's... 
weird. Um, isn't it still really high? It's 76. And oh, Interstellar 71. So oh, Interstellar's oh, really good as well. Ooh. Ooh, that's a weird one from Rotten Tomatoes there. Liver. Yeah, it is weird. I don't agree. Wasn't Django yeah. 92? What? Django was 92, right? When we were on 90? Something like that. Like really high. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. So I, I thought you were on year then. I was just. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. 1990s Django. Uh... Wait, what? This is one of two Chris Nolan films in which a character has a two headed coin. Yeah, the Dark Knight. Of course. No, but, no, but yeah, who has it in this film? Oh, he gives. Um, Batman Magic Man 2, uh, 1 gives it to uh, the little boy who saw the bird get yeeted. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like, just oh, like, my God, he's Harvey point. Dent then. Is that what we're saying? Like, this is oh. this is too scarily weird. And he's scratching he his Batman scratches begins out. in 2005. Yeah, he had like yeah. he had like a run of good films. Yeah, like it was weird. Are you saying it's over? Is that it now? Like <laughs> it might be. Who knows? <laughs> oh, he did well. You know, he did well. Oh. All wow. Right, oh, this this movie this movie was one of two movies released in the fall of two thousand and six that featured Hugh Jackman and Andy Serkis. Can you guess the other one? That wait, that featured both of them together. Yeah. Ah. Uh... Planet of the Apes? Yeah, it's flushed away. Flushed away! Damn! Uh, Look at it, we're coming full circle. Look at us. That's a segue uh, and a half. So now we're talking about the section of the video where we (laughs) love uh, Flushed Away. Um, Uh, It's a hell of a film. (laughs) It's a hell of a film. Who is in that? I need to watch it again. Who is in Flushed Uh, Away? It's a a decent cast, isn't it? Yeah, it's like one of those. Oh, I, I did want to live there in that film universe for a good portion of my yeah, we've formative got, years. We've got Kate, we've got Hugh Jackman, Kate Winslet, Ian McKellen, Andy Serkis, Gene Reno, Bill Nighy, John, oh, he's Shane the frog, Ritchie, he? frog. Miriam kind of, mm. Margolis, David Shutter, Kathy Burke. Rachel Rawlinson, Douglas Weston, Miles it's basically Rich- all TV yep. actors from these Britain, are all like nobody's now, Hugh yeah. Jackman and yeah, Kate Winslet. So basically, you have got like the first few. So up does to he do a Sid, British accent in it? Who Hugh Jackman? Hugh, huge no, Wolverine. Yeah. Huge, huge Wolverine. Yes, huge Magic Man too. Huge. Oh. It's got it's, it's the featured song is Dancing with Myself. By Billy Idol, or remade? I think it's the original. That's a yeah, tune. It's the original, to be fair. Yeah, it is. It made. It has a seventy-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, this, so flushed away is better than the Prestige. Oh, oh no, sorry, no, it's confirm. better than Interstellar. Better than Interstellar. Better than Interstellar. I mean, I mean, but, of course, you look at it face value, you're like a mold. Duh, mm. <laughs> like. I mean, it's oh. made by the same people who made Wilson Gromit, so you know. It's like a weird Aardman one though, because was it? Does, was it CGI'd? I feel like it was, wasn't it? I like, instead no of being actual. Yeah. Yeah, it was completely Flaming CGI'd because the studio flushed away. Oh, yeah. Made 64 years ago. 0.5, basically, million dollars. Years ago. <laughs> 64, <laughs> like the dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. That's Wait, how much was it made on? 
on. Sorry, what was the budget? I, I should I have said to, that in English. What was I the need budget? To, I need to find the budget. Yeah, um, it had a budget of 149 million, which is insane. Yeah, and a box office of 178.3 million. That's, so, uh, uh, oh, it, it was it was Adman. Yeah, but, but it, it just wasn't it, there. Yeah, Traditional was a, claymation. Yeah, it was a weird one, wasn't it? Yeah, Chicken Run two. Be a good film. Confirmed. Yes. What's, what's their next oh. film? Have they got any other films? What do you want the subtitle of Chicken Run 2 to be? Oh, Chicken Run. This time it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that sounded so like... That's too So like... rehearsed. <laughs> like, you've been saving that one for years. I like that. Uh, this oh, it should be the personal. tagline to any sequel. Oh, God. Oh, this time they don't give a cluck, no? What else can we... Um... So... Oh, my God. That was too good. <laughs> this time it's... Fast. I want to see that. I have no clue. Chicken Run um... 2. Beak Week. <laughs> um... I know. Cluck, clucking away. High Road to Hen. Cluck, cluck. I love that, yeah. They're trying to jump over a fence or something, wasn't it? That, isn't that just the whole mm. plot of the first the, one? Oh, the premise, the chickens, after escaping the farm, have been living on their new island where they enjoy the fruit. What island? <laughs> I haven't watched a film in years, so I don't know. Oh. Wait, is, is it funny? Premise? Yeah, that was oh, on They did live on an island at the end, didn't they? They escaped and, like, sort mm. of... <laughs> Had their War of the Planet of the Apes. Isn't like, it funny how Thanos Farm thing? You know, Ardman films, they've always got like a dark undertone to them. Oh, definitely. Well, it was the Chicken Holocaust, mm. basically, wasn't it? I mean, you've got um, the one with the like robot dog, and he's making like things into. He's making like the kidnapped sheep into like oh. dog food or something, isn't he? Um, wrong trousers? No, that's, no, that's the penguin one. No, that's close shave. What, it's. it's Co shave. shave, yeah. And then you've got, got the bre- existed, you've got the bread one. Oh my god, where she's where just the, a serial killer. She's, she's a serial killer. She's with bread. just a serial killer. Like, that's it. There's no, there's there's no, no distinction. She does not like bakers. And then she there's dies. There's no Ardman the shenanigans there, is there? She's just like it's just an episode of like Criminal Minds. She gets murderized. Mm. It's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Curse of the Were Rabbit, a horror a, film. If we've seen ever seen one. Order. I mean, that first bit does haunt me still a little bit. You know, like the big, th- oh, big, big thudding feet, yeah. like stealing Ooh. the crops. <laughs> that was a hell of a film. It's kind if of similar put, to Hot Fuzz. I put in the word curse, and Wallace and Gromit was the first thing that came up. <laughs> yes, we made it. Ninety-five <laughs> percent of Rotten Tomatoes. So confirmed right here. Class. Wallace and Gromit: Curse of the Were Rabbit is better than Prestige and Inception. They haven't made one in a while, have they? No, he made like a few it's because the, the guy died, didn't he? Yeah, but I found out that he actually didn't do the voice of Wallace oh in their most recent one. Like, because he was still alive while the last one was made, but he'd retired. So, so they this, got, because, oh. yeah, I thought that he'd done it until the end. No. Until I found out it was one this other guy for the last one. had Peter Salas, so Wallace, Helena Bonamacarta, Ralph oh. Fiennes, Peter McKay, and Mark Gatiss. Damn. And then the other people are like, you know, minor people. 
so it's no <laughs> problem mentioning it. We don't care about them, is what you're saying, Bob. <laughs> you can rip the band-aid off, it's fine. Show They're not side. as important as the other people. <laughs> oh, Just wow, look at that harsh. Wow. <laughs> uh, but let's put it this way, right? It was on a budget of 30 million and it made 192.6 million. How though? Because I swear, didn't it like air live on BBC? I'm no, pretty sure we never no, had to pay that. Was for the, that was the bread one. Oh, okay. That was the bread one because that was like a special. They did that as like. Yeah. I think that was like a charity thing they did that with. So like did the, the other ones come out in cinema? No, this was the only one I think that came out in cinema. Because it's a very strange concept, isn't it? I don't, I don't think I'd ever like. Would I pay for a Wallace and Gromit film? I know I they're would, always quality. If if they yeah. re-release this, I would go and see it in the cinema. Oh, oh. absolutely, 4K. Like, I, I sure. still, I'm hooked for Chicken Run Two's plot now. Chicken to just Run be like Two, two magicians against each other. Oh. Um, but the chickens, right? Mm. They just announced that he's he's directing it. No, Nolan's Wallace and Gromit. Why would I actually like pay <laughs> oh. my whole livelihood to watch that? Um, Wallace and Gromit just competing against each other. See also Wallace and Gromit. Wallace and Gromit, sorry. <laughs> like you've never heard of them before. See also Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> oh, man. God. Icons. Timmy Good time t- to be alive, isn't it? It's the fact that it, it's such a weird thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's so weird. Oh. Uh, oh, how did we get here? <laughs> Yeah, a I'm glad of, we got here, to be a honest. A matter this of is... loaf and death, a, a close of... shave, the wrong trousers, a grand day out, and the curse of the wear of it. Whoever comes up with their puns for the names is just deserves like all the all of the um the makings and earnings. But then you've got the, film, the best one ever, a Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. <laughs> Isn't that like really new? Was that this yeah, it's, year? It's going on Amazon this month, though, I'm pretty sure. Oh, right. So, so we'll have to do a video on that. We're watching that then? Yeah. Sean yeah. the Sheep. Maybe we should just watch it to have it as part of a video. Yeah. Instead. In 2015, yeah. though, they did Sean the Sheep, The Farmer's Llamas. What? Straight to DVD, I hope. <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds like... <laughs> uh, Farmageddon sounds like a bit of a groove. It's like the Ice Age ones, you know, with the like, continental drift and stuff. Like, oh. I don't so, know if I want any other Sean the Sheep world films though i think we've seen enough world building for for him to join the cinematic universe already yeah i think he needs to mm. stop you know so like they didn't make iron man 4 did so they before endgame a, like a grand on. day out is 100 percent on rotten tomatoes wrong trousers, film. wrong trousers 100 percent. a close shave 100 percent. curse the were rabbit 95 percent. sean the sheep the movie 99 percent. what farmageddon 97 sean the sheep sean the sheep got- the movie that's ah. Oh, that's like calling it like you know the book of the <laughs> film. Like Sean the Sheep the movie is the most boring name. Mm. It's it's just Sean the Sheep movie, and then I'm pretty a sure Shaun the I've Sheep seen movie. the trailer. I've seen the movie. It's actually not that bad. Is it where the farmer goes to like sleep, and he like uh, they go to town? They go to like, London or something, and there's like a, that there's London like a town. There's a there's a London. Yeah, but there's a uh, there's like a animal catcher chasing them. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, that's it. And the, and the farmer wakes up in a barber's and thinks yeah. he's a barber now. Oh, I was expecting like a fresh yeah, trim logic. or something. Yeah, that's what, I do that all the time. It's one of my habits, yep. to be honest. Mm. Oh, yeah. And uh, in 2019, December 2019, they appeared in a DFS advert. Oh, my God. Helen, Helen <laughs> of Bonham Carter. Helen of Bonham Carter was in the DFS adverts as her character. That's 
She what reprised that? the role. I sort of remember that. Hell? Why do I sort of remember that? Because it's, it's it still on TV. No, or, no, wait for Wallace and Gromit. The DFS uh, ads. Was, that's just mental. Was she the serial killer? She no, she was the uh, the like love interest one. Jeez, Gromit. Yeah. Jeez. Uh. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> We've gone After, down the yeah, best where rabbit we? hole or where <laughs> rabbit hole to be honest, haven't we? After about a thirty minutes of talking about a uh, about Wallace the Gromit. Wallace, oh my god, this is just we've lost this episode, haven't we? It's beautiful. Oh, we're we're oh. keeping it as it is, and they'll love it for yeah. who we are. Just exactly. like the Prestige, am I right? Segway boys, let's go. Yeah. Oh. The Prestige. <laughs> now that we've been talking about Wallace and Gromit, I don't know if I can really speak about it in such in the same light. You know, it's a good film, yeah. but it's certainly not Wallace and Gromit. To be honest, I mean nothing else. It's what would you give it out of out of um, out of ten out Magic of 10. Men, Gregs? Greg's Greg's um, plural. <laughs> All of the Greg. Oh my god! Would you give it one Greg or two Gregs? <laughs> one Greg or five Magic Men. Magic. Uh, I'd give this. Um, <laughs> I'd give this. Um, I'd say a solid nine Greg Magic Men out of uh, out wow. of ten. You know, big um, it's just mega Magic. Man. Great film. That's a hell it of is a very number. yeah. Harry. How many, how many Greg Magic Men would you give it? Well, I'm, I was going to give it probably nine, but I might give it eight and a half because when you said Magic Mike, I just thought like, <laughs> wouldn't it have been cool if the director who like, you know, wanted to make The Prestige a sequel to one of his films before, and if the film before was Magic Mike, then it would have been a nine. Because imagine Wolverine and Nolan's Batman in Magic Mike. So yeah, I'm going to give it an eight, a respectable 8.5, pushing oh. to maybe 9.5 on just how much... It was cool, I guess. <laughs> well, I, I say that and it sounded dumb, but I just sort of mean as in like, it's like Nolan confused me and whipped me up enough oh. that I just kind of enjoyed the experience as well as the film. Do you kind of get me? Like, that's not yeah. nonsense, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I kind of yeah. get you. Oh. <laughs> experience oh, was 9.5, film was 8.5. There we go. Well, I'm going to give it Probably, probably same as you. Eight point five to nine, because uh, it's was that it's, Greg's or Magic Man out of ten? Sorry, oh both. I need the facts. Both. Oh, oh, oh yeah, you need God. to specify. Ten, nine, nine, eight to nine, eight point nine, eight point <laughs> to eight, eight point eight and nine, <laughs> eight and also oh. nine out of ten. <laughs> Oh, we're losing it. <laughs> I've lost my mind. Oh. <laughs> Eight and nine, Gregs. Oh, my God. <sighs> and the reasoning? <laughs> cough, cough. Um. Pull yourself together. <laughs> Le composure. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> oh god right <laughs> so right you ready <laughs> 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 
Right, yeah, we've got this. So if you were going to give it like a quick little description of why you'd give it eight and nine out of ten, um, what would it be? <laughs> right. So it's an eight, eight point five to nine Greg Magic Men's, right, out of ten, because it ain't the chicken run. Good. And that'll do it for this episode. Great point. <laughs> oh, thank it. you. Oh. Oh. oh, next week, um, my pick. Yeah, what's your pick um, next week? I'm, I'm coming in quickly with the my pick, violently. Um, I think we're going to go with... Um, oh, God, I'd love it if I remembered. Uh, Lost in Translation. The the Sofia Coppola 2000-something film for um, all of us to enjoy. It's got so, Bill yeah. Murray in it. It's got Bill, Bill the Ghostbuster Murray. But anyway, on that note, Go and watch our videos and subscribe. Yeah. Have a great week. Goodbye. See ya. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? That was good. Oh, my God. I'm still recording.